Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. It's me, Todd. I'm always here every week. Yep. Uh, what's going on, Todd? Got a little, how, how, little cold how, in the throat. How's Todd stuff? <laughs> uh, you know, it's... How's it, how's it going being Todd over there? Well, <laughs> I gotta say, not great. Winter, winter time's honestly just the worst because there are no ducks around. They all go to hibernate. Yep. You can barely find any ducks. And like, it's just depressing, man. Do ducks hibernate? Is that a thing? I don't know. I feel like I don't no, see I them. Got, I see ducks every morning. I'm walking popcorn around. Well, she they, still maybe they, them. they they fly west for the winter. I think that's they, they, I think that's, that's what it is. they go out to the mountains. Maybe I've been confusing geese with ducks. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, as we discussed last week, they're, they're safe nowhere. They're frozen everywhere, including well, actually it was 50, 50 degrees today in North Carolina. It was beautiful, but uh, um, but welcome back, New Tud. Thank you for uh, filling in. Thank you for having me. For, it's good to be back. I'm yeah, excited to see you guys again. Yeah. Yeah, um, and uh, I think in honor of the the, the wise and great meatloaf, um, I I'm only gonna speak <laughs> in 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 meatloaf so- uh, song titles for the rest of for the rest of the uh, the episode. I think that's I think that's what it would be. Sounds so. like a quite the challenge. Unless meatloaf had a couple thousand more songs, I don't know. About. <laughs> I know one. He he did he did um like for right now I can say uh uh you know DAWF podcast you know two out of three ain't bad when it comes to uh co-hosts and stuff like that's that's one song title it's it's pretty long but uh huh a lot of that parentheses <laughs> the remix version I never heard <laughs> yeah yeah that was bad bad out of bad out of podcasting or something uh one of his that's another song title. Uh, just trust me. Don't look it up. Just trust me on this one. But rest in rest in paradise, uh, meatloaf, because very sad. I was very sad. Kiwi. I mean, new Todd. It sounded. It sounds like you're you, you're you're too young to know meatloaf. I don't know. I know one song, so yeah, I think you're doing great because I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> just everything I'm saying is basically uh, a meatloaf song. Just just yeah, imagine just that. Go with so it. witty. Yep. How do you how do you come up with it, man? I mean, no, he did it. He's a musical genius. Ah, uh, yes. I'm not that uh, much younger than you, Chris. <laughs> no, I know. How do you not know Meatloaf? I, I know the one song. That I, I can do anything for love, but I won't do that, right? And Paradise by the Dashboard Lights? I don't know what that is. That is another Meatloaf song. I'll have to look it up. That's a real one. That's a real one. That's, that's a real one. Listen, it's R.I.P. Like, it's, like my, it's like my go-to drunken karaoke song is Paradise by the Dashboard Light. It's like really? that... Because that's that, probably like the one of the five worst songs I think you could pick in terms. No, of I sing both parts flawlessly. It's amazing. Paradise yeah. by the Dashboard Light. Eight minutes of eight minutes of, of greatness, and then Call Me Maybe right underneath it. <laughs> Actually, they're probably tied. Friends in Low Places is up there too. Okay. <laughs> does, does, does Meatloaf I sing Friends in Low go... Places? No, Meatloaf did Call Me Maybe. <laughs> I listen, the only the, the the one song of his I know, I won't lie to you, I first heard it in that Eminem's commercial. You, you know what I'm talking? That's the first time I heard that song. Which song was it again? I forget. When the I can do anything for love. Oh, but I, I don't won't remember do. that. Yeah. They were like it was like Eminem's eating each other or something. I believe that. <laughs> I can't that sounds like it. something I would see in Eminem's yeah. That song sets it back. You know. Yeah. family friendly mars company i think it was a i think it was a weird like it was a woman in an m&m and they were romantically 
interested in each other, but she wouldn't give up eating M&Ms for the M&M person. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm not making this classic, up, I swear. Classic, do anything classic for love, love story. Except for that. <laughs> yeah. I really am not making this up. This really did happen. It's not a lucid this dream is, of mine. I mean, it. no, it definitely, yep, that's, you know, exactly what happened. This commercial's real. I'm not making <laughs> We'll put a link in the show notes if Kiwi can provide us with a link to the I will, <laughs> to the commercial. God, I really hope this is real and not just a weird dream I had. <laughs> if not, Kiwi will act if it not, out. And <laughs> she just inceptioned herself into learning meatloaf songs somehow. <laughs> the, only, the only meatloaf song I know is from this thing I made up. <laughs> yeah, this dream I had. I you know what they say. Wrote meatloaf songs. <laughs> Put, put Kiwi in a in a lucid state and give her a typewriter and you'll write me low songs all day. <laughs> Generating today's topics <laughs> of 1980. <laughs> oh man. Well you should listen to Bad Out of Hell. That's 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 our, our, our pre handle our pre show handle for you. You should listen to Bad Out of Hell. It's great, great album. So I will check uh, it out. <laughs> Lord help oh, us all. Man. <laughs> How do you listen to your music? Oh, you know, normal Eminem's commercials. I swear this is real. I'm just going to drive me crazy this entire podcast until I can look this up. It's going to drive me crazy. You know, I, and then, then, they, then they say they do exist. And then it's this whole, this Eminem's, whole thing. Eminem's right in. I know you're listening. Eminem's. <laughs> <laughs> please oh, please validate this the, story. The candy people. I'm confused. Eminem the rapper and Eminem's the candy people. Both of them are listening for their top tier podcast to listen to before the Super Bowl. <laughs> this is it right here. Drinking alone with friends and new Tud. Did did you apparently did you guys hear speaking of Eminem's and this is the best segue ever. They took away the green Eminem, I guess. Yeah, apparently the, she's the, too sexy. The female Eminem, people were like having weird Kiwi lucid dreams about it or something. I don't know. I just heard that they took away her high heels and gave her other shoes. Sandals? Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. I must, I must have mis, mis, misinterpreted it. But what's the opposite of sexy pretty, heels? There, there were some pretty uh, risque comments that were left on the internet because that's what the internet does. Uh, I mean, the internet. Well, listen, rule, rule. Was it rule twenty four? Rule twenty two? Rule thirty four? If it, if it exists, rules. we need old Tud on. I think. Yeah, old Tud knows. Okay, I think it's called yeah. rule thirty four. And sorry, this is a family podcast, but if it, the rule is, if it exists, there is something something lewd about it on the internet and it doesn't matter what it is there is something there and out there i thought so I, and then rule 35 is if if it exists there's pictures online of m&ms eating a bowl full of them so, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i'm so excited to watch this commercial <laughs> i swear it is it is real. I've never been more excited for an Everest commercial in my life. It is life. real. I'm not making this up. <laughs> oh, Lord. Always, always, always good times. <laughs> oh, How are you guys? <laughs> what's, what's new in your lives? <laughs> oh, I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm watching normal, normal commercials about candy. Uh, but uh, no, but other I, than that, just. I did want to offer my sympathies to your bills, though. Ooh, yeah. <sighs> so, uh, yeah. I, 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 I to, to book me months in advance for this for this date. How dare you? 
<laughs> put me on this platform to speak on the bills behalf. No, I was um it was it was an amazing game. That, that's a game I'm gonna remember for the rest of my life. That was so good. It was good football, and honestly, it came down to a, a coin toss. That's it. I I, I yep. wholeheartedly believe any either team would have had that same outcome. It just all depended on where the coin landed and it sucked. And I did tear up. I was very drunk uh, before that because I thought we were winning. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, based on what you said before we started recording, I wasn't sure if you were going to be able to remember it for the rest of your life. No, I, oh, listen, just drunk Kiwi, drunk Kiwi has a memory of an elephant. I swear to God, <laughs> she does, but sometimes selective, but that was one to be selected. <laughs> <laughs> that was something to be selected. I was like six beers deep by the time we got to the 13th, 13 seconds. And like, I, I like got beer all over my bed. I was like, ah, like I was screaming so happy didn't care i was watching in bed yes that's where my biggest tv is by the way i just let it go it, there wasn't room for it done there i have a, have a mantle over the, the fireplace and there's like not enough uh clear clear space like it would hit the ceiling and it, it's a big tv so it had to get in my room okay anyways so it wasn't so weird was champagne spraying your beer basically <laughs> all around your bedroom i have to do laundry <laughs> yes that's that's if that's what you're saying yeah. yes laundry had to be done today <laughs> But yeah, so that happened. I was like celebrating and like so pumped. And then that happened. And I was just like, there's no way. There's no way. And there was a way. And the way happened. And then I drank a lot more. And I was very hungover today. And I was like, don't don't cancel on the podcast, Kiwi. Don't do it. Yeah, well, we appreciate you showing up regardless. Uh, you know, even if the Bills didn't in the last 13 seconds of the game. But uh... <laughs> I'm fine. Everything's fine. I'm fine. What happened? Where, where, where are you at, Jordan Poyer? What, what are you doing? Why can't we just get a break, man? Like, the Bills, come on, look how sad we are. Just give us something. Like, let, let us progress, please. <laughs> I don't know. Josh Allen, pretty good kid. I know. Is it next year. Next year's our year. He's aight. I say this he's every aight. year. Next You're going to trade him. Trade him for Carson Wentz. There you go. He's, he's, he's all the way next year. All the way. Bills by a billion, baby. Hopefully. Well, let's, uh, let's pour one out for, for the Bills and let's pour one in for our podcast as we, <laughs> so we review some beers tonight who's uh who's uh, going first well i'll leave it up to you kiwi do you do you feel like you still need a few more minutes to recover from your hangover or are you ready to go oh i'm right good now? i'm great i uh everything's fine yeah i i, I honestly my hang do you guys have a hangover like a hangover like a certain thing you need to get rid of that hangover mine yeah. is mm -hmm. uh english muffin toasted with just like a strawberry jelly and some coffee okay it's good it's like it's light there's flavor my stomach is filling i'm not nauseous from the jelly it's like nice and sweet and then the coffee just like you know just kicks it in that or mcdonald's but you have to get a large mcdonald's i think it's a pretty universal one but it's yeah. like when you get your pop it has to be large because something about those those cups hits so different the plastic cups they give you the large <laughs> hits different yeah. yeah for for me it's uh Ramen noodles and a can of Coke. That's it. That's my, I get all the, all the food groups I need right there. I got the, the salt, the electrolytes. I got caffeine. I got sugar. That's what gets me, gets me going. Pop it's does it. enough where I can, you know, stomach it. Chris, what's yours? I, I really, it's the sweet release of death. I think that's basically, basically the only thing. I don't really have like a remedy. I don't know. Um, you're saying just, you're going to have a hangover till the day you die. <laughs> just, just, yeah, that's it. No, uh, I mean I'll just drink a lot of water and have some towel, have some ibuprofen or something. That's about it. That's what I do. 
but and also die <laughs> welcome welcome to 30 uh obviously people that have a long time listening before 30 because this is a beer cup podcast and obviously no one is even close to 21 yet <laughs> very close so that's such a difference in those couple of years i'm sorry i'm i'm derailing this conversation <laughs> i was gonna say is it such a difference in like between 21 and 30 how you quickly and not so quickly recover from a hangover start to decompose yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it sucks yeah yeah no it's 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 rough and then you have then you have kids and somehow it makes it worse i don't know how i don't know why it happens that way but but in retrospect i'm glad i did my heaviest drinking when i was most capable of staving off the the terrible hangovers so yeah true that's what college is for yeah so anyway kiwi what are you drinking tonight <laughs> Sorry, I'm derailing tonight. Um, well, I am doing, uh, you know, just some lighter stuff. I was actually drinking a non-alcoholic on stream today, and now I'm gonna do um, a very low-calorie beer tonight. Just, you know, it's January. You gotta get that beach body ready. Yeah, especially yeah. if you drank like ten beers last night in misery. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm doing um, this new one from Bell's Brewery. It's called Low Wheat. Uh, so it's just supposed to be like a low calorie wheat ale. It says it takes a little hop to leave the nest smooth and bright with hoppy sweet fruit notes. The wheat ale is the perfect primer for the season to come. I'm surprised it's not like nice. Loberon or anything. I, I'm just going to go out there and say it. It's January. It's too early for spring beers. I don't, I'm not <laughs> ready yet. I'm still in the deep in winter beers. I can't be ready to hop out of a nest and anything like that yet. I feel like winter time is the time because everyone has their resolutions in January, right? So I feel like winter right. time is the time to like pop those low calorie beers in because you know you gotta you gotta you gotta feed on those people like me that are like this this January I'm gonna make smart decisions on drinking and then this has been in my fridge for like a month and a half. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> but it, the, the label looks very spring springy, I think, and like so that description made it sound like a spring beer. No, the label does look very springy. It's a little. It looks kind of retro-y, but yeah, I'd give it, I mean, with the sun in the background, I don't really think of winter. You're right. Mm. It's like the sun meets that 70s show. Tud, where every time he hits space bar, it starts <laughs> playing Baby Shark for five minutes. Classic. <laughs> oh, what was the, oh God, what was he playing the other episode ago where he was trying to do Mortal Kombat, but it was just gongs? <laughs> yeah, he does that. The gong he buttons just... are all very close to each other on the soundboard. Why does he have so many gongs next to each other? <laughs> like, as a, as a listener, a long-time listener of the pod, I was like, immediately, I'm like, that's not the gong. That's not the Mortal Kombat gong. And then he's like, oh, that's my other gong. And then he just hits another gong and another one. I was like, why does he have so many gongs? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, and, and the wonderful thing is none of them are key bound, which is a very easy thing to do. And so he just has to search every single time he scrolls looking for the right one. I think this is the one he says. And it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, on to low sun. Uh, it's, it's fruity on the nose. It's a lot more fruitier than I was expecting it to be. I guess they did say some fruit. But when I think of wheat, I'm just, I was just thinking of like a, a Belgian wit, I guess, kind of. Mm. Um, so I am surprised off this fruit. It is a little, uh, citrusy. I don't know if I'd say like orange peel, but it does get some citrus to it. Light body, a little bit of a hot bite at the end, really kind of dissolves at, at the back finish. I mean, it's a low calorie beer. I'm not expecting a ton of flavor from it. I thought this was a low calorie beer. That'd actually be hilarious if it's not. Um, it's a little bit, I mean, it's, it's still got a nice cloudy 
essence to it as you would expect from a wheat. The head's kind of honestly okay. Still kind of last. It's tiny, but it's still there. You know, every every head counts. <laughs> That's what we say here on the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not like a ton of uh, carbonation. Not really expecting that from a wheat either. So it's not bad. I mean, I I would drink it if I needed to drink something that hopefully is low calorie. Now I'm kind of nervous that this isn't a low calorie beer. <laughs> but it, it's not bad. It's I'd say it's mid. You know what the TikTok people say now? It's mid. Is that how TikTok works? Oh, I don't no. know. That's what the kids have been doing on TikTok now. I'm kind of a couple more sips in, losing a little bit more flavor from it. I don't know if like that's off of the aromatics or what, but it is tasting a little bit more uh, tasteless to me. But that could also, you know, maybe be COVID. I don't know. I was partying very hard in my <laughs> my arena full I always of assume it's just COVID. pillows. <laughs> yeah, there's there's not much else to say about it. I mean, it's for a low calorie. I know I kind of set myself up here to I know I'm not going to rave about a low calorie beer. It's all right. It's all right. As Chris would say, it's tight. It's tight. It's tight. I would, I would, as long as it's low calorie. I mean, can, do you guys have it on tap? Does it say the calories on it? I do, actually. So in the, the packaging, the, the can packaging says 110 calories. The bottle, I guess, doesn't for whatever reason. So There's mm-hmm. some hop yeah. to it. More hop than I was expecting. So I'll give it that. It's not bad. It's, it's honestly good. mid. I'd give it I'd give, I'd give it like a 275. No, I'd give it a three. I'll give it a three. Three feels mid to me. It's like, I know it's not on the scale of untapped but it kind of is i don't know yeah it's it's you know we talk about untapped ranking girls all the time and how they're like so skewed higher i th- i always feel they're higher than they should be yeah unless i unless i go higher than them then they're wrong then they're know? wrong yeah <laughs> they're only wrong uh, oh what's the saying oh i may not be right but you are definitely wrong is the saying that's what, that's what we say to untapped yeah, it's exactly. all right. I'd give yes. it a three personally. I think I. I mean, there's. It's. It's hard to kind of judge. I have to kind of think about. Yeah, like it's obviously a locale beer, but I've had better. So mid. But so anyway, so out of five hundred and eleven check-ins, what do you think the untapped average? Um, is? I know it's like newer, so I'd probably give it maybe a little higher, maybe like a three point one seven. Uh, it's higher than that. It's a three point five three actually. Oh, oh wow. yeah. Which is still on the lower side, I feel like. Yeah. For bells, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like they put they put better out there. It's not a like it's like not a bad low option, but there's definitely better low calorie beers. So I'm still not going to give it that much credit. Do you have a go to one that you prefer? Uh, slightly mighty from Dogfish is very good, very very good. That one's super easy to drink. And then I know Hopslam actually puts out some not Hopslam. Uh, what do you call it? Lagunitas Hop Water. I guess that's more of an NA, but that one's really good too. Like that has a ton of hop to it. Yeah. Okay. I haven't. I've seen that one, but I haven't heard, haven't tried it. I haven't tried it either. I maybe seen it once. I don't. For some reason, I don't think I see Lagunitas a lot, or I just gloss over them. I th- they, they're just one of those legacy brands that you kind of forget. You know, it's yeah. there. You know, it's there. It's old, reliable. But you're you know you're you're searching around for something new and something exciting in your life, right? You're not thinking about Lagunitas. They're good though. But speaking of being too early for. For spring beers, it is around this time every year, like February usually. I buy a 12-pack of my favorite low-calorie beer, uh, and that's Guinness, and have some of those in the lead-up to St. Patrick's Day. So, Does Guinness have low calories or just low ABV? Uh, no, it's lo- it's a low-calorie beer, too. Uh, lower than skim milk by volume. Mm-hmm. I forget. I don't remember exactly how many, but that's one of my favorite beer facts. It is, it is yeah, very, very low in calories. I, I never knew that. Honestly, that sounds like a... I don't mind Guinness. 
That's also a good locale option. I, I just, they should advertise that. Why don't yeah. they do that? Guinness, get on this. We got to get our the Guinness people in on this. Um, Guinness, if you're listening. Eminem, please contact your Guinness uh, reps. We, yeah. know, we, we know you know each other. <laughs> we Google it real quick. How many calories? 12 ounce serving of Guinness sets you back 125 calories. That is okay. actually impressive. It's more than more than is in your than is in your beer though. Fifteen. One hundred ten. Yeah, fifteen yeah. calories. Okay, I'd rather have a Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> I had standing no idea. up as opposed to sitting down, and then you burn the fifteen calories. So if you've uh, if you've ever felt bad about having a car bomb before, don't anymore. Nope. No longer. <laughs> no longer do you have to feel ashamed of having car bombs. They're delicious. Oh my god, I'm. I'm floored by this information. I don't know what to do with it. Have a car bomb. Have a car bomb. Do it. I mean, I am an official registered Guinness pourer from when I went to Ireland. So oh, well, I got a certificate da. and everything. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They never even tell you that when you go to Guinness, though. They don't like they're not I like, hey, they would. You, Guinness, get on this. They're, the, the, the People care about their weight now. Us beer drinkers. Well, people in Ireland are probably I'm generalizing more fit than americans so they probably don't think about the calories as much i guess well, you maybe. know why they're more fit because they're all drinking <laughs> they're, all drinking, they're all drinking guinness that's why they're so fit yeah. Jeez, Damn. we found we, we found the cure that's the key <laughs> people don't realize this but it actually takes more energy to swallow the guinness than the calories you're getting from it so, <laughs> just like celery guinness. Yeah. <laughs> amazing i had no idea that's mind-blowing I'm only drinking Guinness now. All right. Well, speaking of, of Irish beers, I have a neighboring country beer, sort of. I have an English-style brown from uh, Wormtown Brewery out of Worcester or uh, War- Worcester, Mass. And that's uh, called the <laughs> Blizzard of 78. Oh, I think I've had that beer. Really? I've, I, uh, I, I have to look it up on Untapped, but uh, I do enjoy Wormtown. It's a fun place to go. I've never been there. This was a uh, present from Sal. So thanks, Sal. This is, uh, I had one of his beers on the pregame a couple weeks ago uh, that I'm sure all of our patrons have definitely already listened to because it was edited and released at least two weeks ago. So <laughs> that's what, that's what they say. Yeah, that's what they say. But um, this Blizzard of 78 has a fun little story on the back. So I'm going to read it. The storm by which all storms are measured. Our winter offering pays tribute to those who were there and those who have endured hearing about it over and over again. We created a classic English-style brown ale with fresh roasted coffee beans added from Acoustic Java to give the Blizzard of 78 a rich, smooth character that will make you enjoy hearing more stories of walking through 27 inches of snow, uphill, blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> Sounds like I need to have that in Buffalo. Yeah. Is there like... A famous blizzard there that everybody talks about or just all of them yeah i think blizzard of i want to say like 92 or 99 or something like that we had a pretty big one and then we had a bad october storm in 2004 i think it was like a two-week storm with no power sucked yeah, yeah. Well, we'll be able to tell all the people 50 years about covid living through that so you have to wear masks uphill both ways <laughs> masks keep my face warm in the winter though i gotta give that some credit I might, I might invest in like actual those like thermal neck things just for generalizing. Like it, it keeps my face so warm. I don't take it off. I'm like, all right, it's nice. No, no wind on my face anymore. Nice and cozy in here. It is a cozy. So Chris, you said you've heard of these, you've been to Wormtown. I've never yeah. heard of them. Um, mm-hmm. 
as I mentioned, this is their English style brown ale. Uh, I've never had a brown ale with coffee though. That's interesting. We'll see how this is. It looks robust. It is. And it definitely has those toffee, dark caramel notes you get with the English brown in addition to the stronger, darker coffee smell too. It smells really good. It's almost like a hybrid style, I would say. Mm. Let's, yeah, let's worm, dig in here. Yeah, Wormtown was pretty was pretty cool. It was a nice little spot. I think I went there. I must have went there with Tud. I can't think of anybody else I'd go there with. But uh, it was it was good. Solid beer all around. I've never and, heard of them. Uh, do they like do across the nation, or are they more kind of congested in one area? No, I, I don't think they do much distribution. They might do more now than when I went there, but uh, I think it, they're primarily around Wooster. Ah. Is that Massachusetts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, not. it's probably less than an hour from where Chris and I grew up. So I don't know how I know that information, but I do. <laughs> very proud of myself there for that. You go. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is very tasty. It is. It lives up to the smell. It uh, has notes of both an English brown and a darker porter almost with these coffee notes. It's strange. I've never had a beer quite like this where it was kind of two styles in one. I love getting a good like coffee, um, co- like anything that's like aromatically robust from coffee, but not coffee flavor as much. I like the aromatics of a coffee beer, but not the coffee flavor. Yeah, I sense? think you would like this one then because that is definitely what I'm getting from here. That's awesome though. It's it's so I feel like it's sometimes so hard to get that, but when you do, it's chef's kiss. Yeah, and this in the English brown style too means there's not room to hide much because it's a very crisp, clean beer. Um, you know, there's not a lot of other flavors that you're getting out of this other than just, like I said, those, those caramel notes and also a little bit of this coffee flavor. Uh, all in all, I like this one quite a bit for, um, for an English brown. It's hard to do a brown and be different than every brown that you can find somewhere. You know, this is one that sets them apart, which I like. As a style, the English brown's not something that people are going to wait in line at your brewery for you to open for them to come in and grab a case of, right? So I wish people did. I love brown ales. I wish they were made more. I wish there was hype around them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's nice to have the classics, you know, those those nice lighter styles. But nowadays, it's all hazy IPAs and milkshake, sour, double, triples. I don't know. Yeah. In the yeah. industry, I'm kind of hearing it's might actually get away from adjunct finally. So, rumor mills I'm hearing, but... Eh. I don't, I'd, I'll believe it till I see it. Like, you know, it's, there's no way. Yeah, I, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be one of those things that's going to go in cycles, you know? It's like any other thing. What was in 20 years ago is going to come back in, and then it's going to go back out. So someday we'll be saying, man, remember when they had, when everyone was drinking those hazy IPAs? I don't know, <laughs> I don't know about that, but. I don't know about I'll hazy. both ways. Yeah. I'd say like the adjunct stuff. I mean, I, um, I've never heard of this one brewery before. Troon, Troon, Troon. It's like a hype brewery in New Jersey right now. And like everyone's losing their mind over it. And like $1,000 for a t-shirt or $1,000 for a glass. People are trying to get money for like, it's crazy. Just one of those, like one of those up and coming new hype whale type of breweries. I looked at their Instagram and I, I was looking at them. I'm like, not a single one of these beers. I think I would be able to drink as someone that's lactose intolerant without Mm. not leaving my bathroom for 24 hours. Like I was like, my stomach hurts looking at these photos. I just hope this trend goes away because, like, I just miss, like, a clean beer that I can actually drink. Yeah. Right. Socks. You just tell one look at it. You're like, oh, God. Oh, God, please no. Well, maybe you got to work your way over to Wormtown and try some of this because I like it. Um, Even though, like I said, it's not a crazy style, I think I'm still going to give this 375. I think it's pretty good. Side praise. 
so this is one of Wormtown's like most popular beers. Um, oh, okay. Like kind of their their winter I, seasonal that everybody gets. What they're known yeah. for. Yeah, there's eleven thousand six hundred forty-two check-ins. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if they distributed outside of their brewery, but it sounds like they must, right? Yeah, or they're just super I, popular. Uh, Remember, there's, yeah, there's I mean, Boston. I, I, I mean, I went there five years ago, probably something like that. Probably, probably when I went. So, and I, I've checked in this beer. Okay. I have eleven friends that have. Wow. Well, I'm not one of them, am I? No, you are not. No. <laughs> okay. It's a long list of eleven people. It, but well, it's so long. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm gonna guess the untapped average. I think they're gonna like it. I don't think they're gonna love it. I think it's gonna be. I'm not gonna make the same mistake Tud did. I'm gonna say 3.75. Ding 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 ding. No way. That's right. I wasn't looking. <laughs> It's a three seven five. Oh my goodness! <laughs> we did. It. What? Oh my god, he did it. <laughs> I was he like, no, it. that's what you checked it in. But it is. It is three seven five. It's a three seven five. Eleven thousand check ins. Over no has way. done it. He's done it. Saying that to be funny with what Todd did yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. Oh man. Oh wow. Oh, this is so exciting. That is exciting. Well, good. I, I, I'm not even. Cl- oh no. Unless I tie, I can tie. Yeah, you can tie. I can tie. Yeah. Wow. But, um, all it's... I need this is this all I need to get it right is for Ted to leave. That's the <laughs> as soon as Ted's off the show, I get all of his brain power. And now you get it. Now you get an honorific. <laughs> you get. You I know. know. You get. You get to pick a. You get to pick a name. Oh, I gotta think about this one. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I get the stars next to me, so that's yeah. You get something. the stars. You get the. You get the name. You get the stars. We 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 roll we roll it all out when you get really it. Really making this whiteboard really makes the the podcast a more visual medium for <laughs> people who can't see it. But now that oh, I got it right, they both post an update on the uh, on the Instagram. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just post your column, just like yeah. There we go. We'll, we can we'll just crop the middle out. I'll just put something in front of it. Yeah. Oh, oh man, that's oh right. wow, that's exciting. I'm gonna drink sorry. this beer and celebrate. Sorry, while, new, uh, sorry, new Todd. What do you? This is out. so yeah, exciting. I've never got to witness this. It's only happened three times. I'm so excited for you guys. I'm. I. I was the first. Everybody remembers that. It was a memorable time. And then Todd did it sometime. I don't after. remember the second one. <laughs> but then I got it right. So. <laughs> I'm speechless. I'm just. I'm witnessing uh, history here. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, Obert yeah. has like the biggest smile on his face right now, <laughs> ear to ear. And I'm just like, I'm just, I'm sitting back and was, taking it all in. You know, it only took uh, what 172 ish episodes. For us to figure it out, but I got oh, it. Oh man. You should have done this three so episodes funny. ago though. That would have been nice. It would have been, nice. been nice. <laughs> been nice. We didn't even do much for 169. I don't know. Yeah. What the heck? I don't know. Let down. So anyway, so while I while I drink my beer and celebrate, yeah, I don't even know Chris if I can, should go. What's Chris the point? Can tie it. You could get it right. You, I could. Go, maybe it's in the air. I doubt it. I doubt it. Okay, listen, maybe, maybe. Okay, let's try it. Let's try it. We're gonna we're gonna give it the old working try. Um, so admittedly, I was I was I thought that this beer was a seltzer based on the can, um, <laughs> and then I looked and I was like, oh, this is actually an IPA. Uh, so, uh, good start for the beer, but I remember now, uh, Dana had gotten me this, uh, as she thought it would be funny. Um, and then, like I said, it sat in my fridge cause I thought it was a IPA cause I have a couple like 
colorful cans. It's a bright pink can, everybody. It's called Sour Sparkly Princess, which is a sour IPA. Love the name. From Holy City Brewing in North Charleston, South Carolina. So um, it's a, yeah, I, 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 there it is. Uh, it's a bright pink can. Very Liz Frank writing on it, I think. Who? That was her, right? The, the Trapper Keeper lady. Liz Frank? Lisa Frank. Is that Lisa Frank. That's what this is her, her sister. <laughs> her sister was a beer can designer, and not a lot of people know that. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of a of a bubbly, a bu- buble, a bubbly. It reminds me of one mm. of those seltzer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that same pink. Yeah. I think I think Liz also did those that can art. Um. <laughs> so that's why it's it's very frank. Uh. Uh. But. <laughs> So I'm, I I don't know much about this honestly. Uh, this uh, I can read the can. Uh, like like take a page out of Ted's book. It says some beer drinkers like sour beers and some like a nice hoppy IPA. This beautiful pink vessel you are holding contains a kettle sour beer, dry hopped with Eldorado hops, a galactic convergence of both the funky and hopped up brews. That sounds Crack amazing. Crack it open and prepare to meet your inner sparkly princess. So wow. Uh, so I don't know how old this can is. That's the other caveat. There's no like can date. Um, but I think uh, I think Dana picked it up at like a Total Wine, something like that. So we'll see. I would like to think that a sour IPA wouldn't like fall off as much as like a regular IPA, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I think it would hold those funky flavors in a little longer. Yeah. My mouth's like watering thinking about this beer from the way you described it. It sounded so good. <laughs> I'm also a suck for, uh, for the Eldorado hops. They're so good. I'm not a big Eldorado fan. What do you, what do you what flavors do you like out of Eldorado? What do you get? No, you just get like that like earthly. Oh, I don't I don't know how like earthly yeah. like you know it just it's it grounds you. It's a, Is that the way? It's a nice dirty dirty hop. Good old dirty, dirty hop. hop. Dirt Tastes hop. like dirt. I, don't know, I like that. <laughs> I like that in I a like beer. The, I like going to the beach and eating sand. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't get a ton on the the nose taste. I mean, it's just like I mean, it smells like a sour IPA, but nothing too crazy. The head is was not. It's very bubbly. It's a very bubbly head. It's like Frothy. big bubbles, big bubbles, big bubbles. Um, but it's it's still there. It's it, it was thicker, thinning out a little bit. But here we go. Let's let's let me uh, 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 meet my inner sparkly princess, as the can says. Oh, I can't wait to hear what Chris sounds like after meeting a sparkly princess. I know. I feel like we're about to Inside unlock a new personality here. He does uh, his like random uh, new new dad personalities on Twitch. So like like one's uh, I think I think I'm pretty sure I came up. Well, like there's like Celty Daddy. So yep. like I wonder what sparkly princess beer dad gamer would be. <laughs> I pick he, that would be the one with the feather boa probably. Ooh, feather boa and like probably one of those like Disney tiaras. Not mm-hmm. like a nice one, but like those like. Classic plastic Disney tiara. <laughs> and I Dollar think more like the long cigarette holder things like Cruella DeVille has. Yeah. But it's like golden and it's not black. It's, it's got some nice color to it. Right. And they're candy cigarettes. Hmm. Of course. <laughs> Harder to smoke, <laughs> but you just use the holder to hold it from the other end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chomps down on it. Oh. I feel like I should be singing a song again, but this is the longest I, I've ever seen Chris to think of, decide how he feels about a beer. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel right now. It's not, it's not bad, but like, 
it's definitely more sour than it is IPA. Like, I get hit pretty hard with some sourness. And then it, like, tries to become an IPA, and then maybe it did fall off a little bit, because I honestly don't know how old this can is. Maybe it did fall off a little bit because, like, it tries to become an IPA and just doesn't. It's just all sour? It's, like, kind of just, like, like a sour, which I don't dislike. But I get, like, some fruitiness towards the back that I'm trying to figure out what it is. And I've already drank probably, like, three quarter, like a quarter of my beer trying to figure out what it is. Um it's not what I th- was expecting. Uh, it's not bad. Um, try try another try another sip. This is where we need Sud or oh my God Todd for the sounds. The crickets chirping. I know. I know. I, I would sing again, but I'm genuinely fearful of Todd clipping it and then playing it for every episode. Then after. every episode ever again. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a legitimate fear you have. Yeah. <laughs> it's a legitimate fear. Um, I mean. I get some sour. I get it's sour. Um, it tries to sweeten up at the end with some fruit, fruit like citrusy fruitiness, fruitiness, but no, it's not enough. Um, I don't have a lot of bitterness on the end. Nothing like that. Even with the Eldorado, I don't get any. I don't get a, a lot of like earthiness. It's really just weird. Um, I think the can's old, so I don't think it's a a fair representation to the beer. Um, unless it's not old, but this is probably old. Uh, this is um, church something. What did you call it? No, Brewery? this is oh, holy city brewing. Holy city, that church. I was close, awesome. really close. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been there before? No, no, no. This is just a. Uh, this is just something that uh, Dana picked up on a, uh, a run to. I think it was uh, Total Wine, and okay. she saw a Sparkly Princess, and she thought it was funny. So, um, and then I, as I was looking for a beer to try tonight, I was like, this is a beer oh no (laughs) (laughs) and i think honestly it's it's too old um which is kind of a bummer it probably it sounds like it would be a good beer when it if fresh and it's still not bad i mean it's it's fine um it's just a sour it's like i would if someone told me this was a sour beer i'd be like oh yeah makes sense (laughs) not a sour ipa but um i'm gonna give it a three and a quarter um i'm bumping it up a little bit because i think it's an old can so that's on me. I'll take I'll take that hit. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it three quarter. It's fine. It's um, you know more sour than IPA at this point. Uh, I would like to try it fresh. Um, maybe maybe that that'll be a goal of mine, or I'll forget. So you, you'd give it another shot. Is what you're I saying? I would. I think I I don't think this is a fair representation. Um, at least that's what I'm telling myself because I I sound it sounds like and it seems as though it was supposed to be supposed to be better than that. But anywho, um. What is it? What's it look like on a tap? Thirty-six hundred and fifty-six check-ins. Okay. Um, yep, and I can see the average right here. Tell me what it is, and you, you can go home. We can hang it up. You, you're, you, the way you ended that sentence made it seem like there was more, but um, uh, okay, it did. I didn't know what else to say other than yeah, that's fair. yep. Yeah, that is what it is. He's just uh, talking like I, he has it in the bag. That's why he's like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, I already like, got that perfect score. Matter. It doesn't You're matter. Just this. just get it out of the way. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Get it over it's with. Like, uh, um, I think I think it's going to be higher than me. I don't think it'll be. Uh, I think a sour IPA is not for everybody for sure. Um, I'm going to say it's like a three, six, seven. Not bad. It's not right. It's not bad. <laughs> 3.72. Oh, okay. All right. Even my backup guess was 7.1, so I wouldn't have even been right with that. So. <laughs> there you go. 
Yeah, Carl Carl E. checked this one in at the Holiday Inn, uh, Morgantown slash PA Turnpike exit 298. And uh, he says, it's the beer your girl buys and gave it a 3.0, which is exactly what happened to you. So. <laughs> oh, well, maybe maybe it didn't fall off as much as I thought. But, you know, generally I like sour IPAs. So who knows? Who knows? That's a good style. I, I like the sour IPAs. I, I, I just like that hot bite, I think, that I get from yeah. the IPA. Because I, I, and one of my favorite sours is um, one of Grimm's. And there, it's not like a advertised as an IPA or sour IPA, but it's got such a nice hot bite to it. And like, it's a kettle sour and it's just, it's so good. So, like, I, I can just see why the sour IPAs, just, I don't know, something about them is so much better. It's not yeah. as uh, calky on the tongue. Calky. I never heard of that term before. It's like calks. You know what I mean? Like, it, Coats, calks, 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 calks. I, I say the word wrong. I'm sorry. I... Not, yeah, no, I, I got you. I, I just uh, never described a beer that way. There's definitely going to be a clip made of that. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kiwi, last time we, we had you on, we were talking about uh, what's going on in the beer industry, which for our new listeners who might know, Kiwi works uh, in the industry for a brewery. And uh, you were telling us about the can shortage right what's uh any updates now that we're in 2022 what's what's the latest with the cans what's the latest with the industry uh anything else you want to gripe about mm, no there's a lot but there's a lot i also can't legally talk about on here but <laughs> um yeah i mean cans are still in shortage and there is price increases happening across platform for large scale breweries now local breweries are probably going to be okay because this is really mainly for printed cans it's not like mm. your local 16 ounce sticker slapped onto it those are okay but we're talking like the legacy craft brands uh the domestic beer brands anything that has like a printed can going on these are the cans that are getting affected by the shortage and um ball is really like if you have a contract, you're okay, but you're still not gonna, you know, you're still gonna have a serious price increase. And some of these brands are really starting to kind of have that trouble of how have they been pricing themselves to begin with? Have you been pricing yourself, okay, it's a quality beer, but we're still gonna price this higher? Or have you been going for the high volume, low margin? Because there's breweries out there that I'm a little concerned about that have this method, like Founders. And, you know, I respect their beer and I like them. But, like, I think Founders is going to hurt immensely from this because their their price points are insanely low. Like, you know, really, mm. when you're getting those, like, 15 packs and things like that for so cheap of all-day right. IPA, there is, day, no way that yeah. will, there is no way that will sustain with this can increase. There's no way they can possibly pull this off. And if they do, I'm a, a little concerned. <laughs> Because it's just, it's not going to happen. Those type of things aren't going to happen for these type of brands. Now, it, it might be like a 2 $3 thing for some places, but it might be, it, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm just curious to see what the co competitive market starts to do. And like, again, like this is not your hype local brewery at all that's going to be affected by this. You just might see less actual printed cans from them. Because we know we all have some right. local breweries that do well. And like now their flagship is in six packs at your, your nearest store which is awesome, that might get affected. They might have to scale that back or they might just say, all right, screw it. Like their volume's so low, this might not be too big of a difference for them, but we're talking, you know, just all these big, big brands. Like I'm so, I, price point's going to be so interesting to watch and see what happens. Yes. Well, I mean, I, I kind of talked about it before, but my, my brewery, honestly, anything that's not in our core portfolio has transitioned to bottles for the most part. And that's, that's a lot of brewers are doing that. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, um, but I mean, a lot of places like and if you're seeing something like new specialty coming out, then yeah, like you might see that in a bottle versus a can. However, I don't know how every brewery is planning. Mine is planning to be very um, safe. We don't want our core brands to go out of stock. And even then, we've still had some issues with delays of shipments because, you know, a, one, one batch goes wrong and you're screwed. And that's happened to us. And we're a large scale brewery. Versus like, I don't I don't know how these other breweries are doing it. Or they might be like, no, we, we got to keep these cans going. And they may not be making these sacrifices for special releases. Or some breweries might be changing overall just the releases of the type of beers that they make. Like if I, if I was a brewery, I would go for uh, like sours. I would go for stouts, porters. Like releasing an IPA in a bottle. I know Ted loves it, but like I just think it's not a smart plan at all. So like I don't know like if anyone else is changing this. Why, why are you anti-IPA bottle? Like it, Cans are king. Cans are just king. Like I, I've seen it with my brewery. We've 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 done it for the past two years, even three years before COVID. We were kind of just doing it just to keep because there, there's still been there's been can problems for a while, and we've been doing that, and it it just it, it doesn't translate the way that a, an IPA in a can does. And that could just speak to my brewery and our our quality of what we put out and what we put out, and like that that's also a factor. But I, I just don't. Mm. It, it doesn't move the way that a can does. Like a, a, a four pack of cans, a four pack of sixteen ounce cans. I don't know. It's just something about that people go crazy over. Even that over a six pack. So mm. you're saying more on the consumer side than on like the flavor or like the chemistry of the beer. Yeah. The, no straight consumer. We're talking about. Well, yeah, that, yeah. plus that plus you're thinking of um, just in general. If you're thinking of cold sets and display options and um, ways that these stores that are purchasing this beer bring the beer into their sets like they're more likely to bring in cans for their their fridges and their their cold areas like the cans are going to go in there over bottles right it's yeah. it's more ideal it's, it's more just, ideal there's less breakage it's a less of a risk factor to them right it's so funny that it wasn't more than 10 years ago that you i wouldn't drink a beer from a can you know it was like you wouldn't never reach for a can beer i'd be like something's wrong with this <laughs> and uh, now, so now it's kind of the opposite, like you're saying. So I wonder if if uh, we'll just see the cycle go the other way. Which would be I don't know, because just it, it's yeah. the actual logistics and science behind it of like the longevity of the beer, the way uh, that stores see, like I said, like the stores see less breakage of cans, right? Stores love cans because, you know, you, you can drop a six pack of beer and they might be a little foamy and fuzzy inside. But like you don't have to call someone to clean it up and you don't have to write that off as a breakage. You know, like you can keep that in there. And like, especially with those places that have like mix your own six bottles or mix your own six craft packs or like those, you know, craft fridges, like they would rather have cans in there than bottles. Again, for that same exact reason, just risk factor. It, you, you know, you have to be 21 to pick up a beer, but 21 and plus you can still be an idiot and drop some beer or kids are playing with it. Like they don't, you don't want to deal with that factor. And on top of that, just stacking in general, like you can stack six packs of cans you can't stack six packs of bottles just simple stuff like that it's crazy but uh, or are larger breweries looking at going back to labeling cans or is that just is the label cost gonna outweigh what they would save in can price i mean it's a matter of what you have available to you in your canning process and your 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 the machines that you have at your brewery you know like it's a whole different thing like when you have a bottle you're you know you don't print on bottles so like every brewery that does bottles has the the means to put a, a slap a label on it right 
canning you know if you're especially like this has always been you get it printed if you're if that's the way as a larger brewery you have it set up you're getting those printed cans already in here like that's how you purchase them like at my brewery like we have pallets and pallets and pallets of just empty printed cans that come in from our supplier and that's how we use it and that's how we put it into our system so if we don't have like a large scale slap a slap a label on it like we have a very small scale for like going into the brewery physically and having those like one-off things that we'll also release that don't go across the nation so we we wouldn't be able to do that and i don't think any large-scale brewery would unless they decided to invest in it and upscale it but like even then it's a it's a tough it's a very different price point to do a, a, a sticker on a can versus a label on a bottle very different price right. point well, don't ask me what but i just know it is <laughs> yeah it's always interesting having you on and talking about what's going on, for, whether it was all the sexual misconduct stuff we talked about a couple episodes ago, and then now the supply chain issues. And it's always interesting to get just to get the little insight from somebody who's inside. But it's never it's never not changing out here, and it's always interesting. And I wish it was uh you know two years ago because beer was a lot more fun <laughs> before you had to worry about all this stuff. But right. It's a, it's a good industry and it's really interesting. And at the end of the day, it's nothing like any other business, but you can get drunk while, while doing it. So that's always fun. <laughs> that's a good point. It's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, I think it's time to head over to our Frosty Mug of Wisdom. We're going to fill it up with uh, stuff. Stuff. We'll say stuff. Fill it up <laughs> with stuff. Um, Jordan, take it away. Mug of Wisdom. We need some gongs. Psh, psh. Yeah. Do you have your gong handy, Keely, or no? Oh, as as as. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, as a new Todd, I feel like I should have a gong. I have a. Sorry, that's some hummus. Um, I have a frying pan. Hummus gong. Wait, that did not sound gong like. What if I? All right, just pretend that was as gongy as it's gonna get. Okay. All right. Thank you, Kiwi slash Jordan, for the frosty <laughs> mug of wisdom. Um, Jordan, I mean, <laughs> Jordan, ch- check him out at, uh, wreck my podcast. He's always got fun stuff over there, but, uh, Kiwi, I'm man of people for getting it right this week, but you are our guest. So, uh, I think you get to go first with your, with your handle. What do you got for us? Um, I, it sounds like you as man of people is choosing me to go first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, just, I chose you. Yeah. The take it that way. It's an honor. Um, so I don't have a reduce, reuse, recycle handle this week because I just don't know. But I do have something that I just recently purchased that it's very um, first world problem. But go- by golly, I love it so much. So my can openers, I have three of them in my house and not a single one of them work. I don't know why they all just like stop working. And I'm like, I've been holding on to them and just rotating every single one being like, come on, like this one's got to finally work. And I'll just like press (laughs) it into the can opener like 10 times before I finally can get it going. And it's a nuisance. So I finally was like, okay, I'm just going to buy myself a new can opener. And I went on Amazon. And of course my eyeball, like, you know, kind of directs itself to this electric can opener, but it's not a plug in the wall one. It's a handheld electric can opener. It's called the kitchen mama. And oh, just wait, just hear me out. It is amazing because what you do is it takes four AA batteries. I know that's a lot, but I can't imagine. I don't know about the lifespan of the usage of these batteries. I can't imagine it's much usage per push on the button because it's only opening a can and then it just sits in your shelf for like a week. But what you do is it's magnetic. So it hits you adhere it magnetically onto the top of your can. It aligns itself. You press a button 
hands off. You go walk and like, you can go wash your dishes. You can, you can chop some onions. You, you can. How long is this can opening <laughs> taking? It's a little bit slower than I expected, but that's okay. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I got set the can opener to go. It, it's it's about you know it's about like a but like very slow. I mean, you can, I can imagine my finger going around very slowly. I'd say about ten to fifteen seconds for it to fully make its way around the can. Okay. It's oh, a very okay. clean cut, and like I said, it's magnetic. So you literally just turn it off when it's done. You hit the button again, and then you just pull it up, and like the can the lid comes with it, and you just take it right off the magnet thing. And okay, listen, I know ten to fifteen seconds seems very long if you're staring at something, but again, I cannot exaggerate this enough that you can just walk and do something else as you're waiting for that can to be opened. There is no, yeah. there is no force used on it. There's, there's nothing you can. You can go and th- let your dogs inside from pooping outside, and because because that can's opening and it's fine. <laughs> this is a good handle. Just listen to it, please. <laughs> this is like the Eminem yeah, M&M commercial really all over again. With your... The fact that you can leave the can alone and it'll be fine. <laughs> it won't explode. You can multitask. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like, a little well, slow. I gotta, I gotta I gotta start the stew six hours early, but then I gotta yeah. open the can. So that's another cans. two hours. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I could go poop while opening the cans. You could if you wanted to. Can opening plans. <laughs> you could go take a nice poop and you come back and look, the cans open. Cans open. Oh man. <laughs> it's really nice though because I just I hate opening cans. I really do because I never do it right. So it it it's just flawless. Every time it's a little bit slow. I was a little bit shocked. Also, be prepared if you do buy this thing because when you hit the button, it's like parallel to the can, right? It's like laying flat on the can. When you hit the button, it goes like whoop. It like it goes like at a forty-five degree angle. It's a little bit terrifying because you think it's gonna take the can with it, but it doesn't. It just needs to get that nice, exact, scientifical angle to really get that can open just right for you. Okay, don't freak now out. I see why you walk away because it's like if you just get too nervous watching it. <laughs> you really do. I gotta leave. I can't be part of this. <laughs> you really do. I'm on edge right now. I cannot yeah. take this. <laughs> this can's about to explode. I'm gonna lose my mind if I sit here. Four four out of five stars. Just one star for the anxiety and the the. The, the speed of it but you know it, it's it's great it's i i it, you don't have to plug it in there we go we should have a new a new post post whiteboard segment where we say you have to guess the amazon rating amazon average rating on your handle <laughs> that actually is a really great idea yeah <laughs> i bet it's great i bet the reviews are amazing although i don't know amazon kind of skews it because like do you does your does your amazon alexa or echo like ping you and like give you that notification bar and you're like oh what's my notification it's like one month ago you bought the toto bidet what would you rate this product and you're like what the fuck alexa like i i i don't want i didn't rate it now i i didn't rate it then i'm not gonna rate it now and then you have to like you feel awkward because she's like sitting there waiting for your answer so you have to rate the product and then you're like i don't know like a five because it was like a month ago you forgot about it also the, the bidet was great but bidets are great by the way game changing but you gotta use it for a month to know the true rating I think that's what, that's what Alexa's saying. Yeah, I guess. But I feel like I feel like I feel like Alexa bullies you into rating products, and like she catches you always at a bad time, and so you're like, I don't know, like five stars, because like you feel bad at this point. She's pressure. She's like three stars. Is that? Are you sure? Final. Are rating? you sure? Are you sure about three that? Stars. You know what? You know what the world deserves though. 
uh, an old uh, uh, a cheesy infomercial made by Kiwi, where <laughs> the first the first part is black and white, and she's like got all these can openers and like doesn't know how to use them. <laughs> That's this is what the world needs and deserves. Uh huh. So. and then and then in the the non black and white part. The can opener is going on the on the counter while she's like sitting in front of a fireplace, slowly <laughs> drinking a glass of wine. Just like the fire's burned out, we go back and the can is open. Yes, yeah. the wine's in the bathtub because for some reason everyone's in a bathtub drinking wine at, on like right. an island. Who got that? Yeah. Who got the bathtub there? We don't know, but they're always in a bathtub on an island, just relaxing. Why is it? Why yeah. is the bathtub you on the island? Never had time to go on that island and in that bath. Yeah. If you finally have that time with the, the, the yeah. electric can opener, by golly. And it was the uh, something mama? What did you call it? Kitchen mama. Kitchen mama. Kitchen okay. mama. Put that, put that in the show notes. Now, let me tell you, there also is one more thing to this. So oh. the original colors of the can opener, oh, they're no. not great. It's kind of cheesy looking, but oh, for $10 no. more, you can get the marble versions. And it, it's just so clean. It looks so nice. I did, I did upgrade and splurge on the $10 extra. So you can be between, you know, 30 bucks and 40 bucks, but I bought the $40 one because it looks fancy. Okay. So I will say the that. Classy well. kitchen it's a classy tuna can opener, right? We do it right here. And that's my handle. Think about that. If you had a cat, it would just be going nuts the whole time. It's like, how long is this can opener going to take? But wait, because, okay, I'm sorry to derail this, but it's not, it's on topic. I had a cat in my life at one point, a family cat. And my parents had an electric can opener, which is where this stemmed from me seeing the portable one and being like, oh my goodness, because they had this electric can opener, but you had to plug it in the wall. And also like they didn't like it staying on the shelf. So I'd have to go to the, when I wanted to eat some tuna, I'd literally have to go to the cupboard, open it up, take the electric can opener out of the box, put it on the shelf or put it on the kitchen counter, plug it in, and then put it away every time. And it was annoying, which is kind of why I liked this handheld one. Are we seeing where this is coming from now, where it stems from? Uh-huh. But so yeah. my cat, I always would give him the, the residual tuna at the bottom of the can. So he was conditioned that anytime he heard any sort of like motor sound, he would lose his mind. <laughs> in, his, in his mind, he thought it was tuna. You gotta pay the tuna tax. Or if like you were using it to open like a can of beans, like that cat would not leave you alone, and like you would have to eventually like, open a can of tuna just so he could have something. Because he was like, "No, like that's tuna. That's tuna. What do you mean? Like that's not beans. It's tuna." <laughs> I ate a lot of tuna as a kid. I still do. And that's my handle. Sounds like your cat did too. He did. <laughs> I All right, him. Chris, what do you got this week? All right, so I have a new show. New. I think it's only two episodes maybe the third one might be out by now um but it's on hulu and it is uh, a in the same vein well okay so it's how i met your father i don't know if you guys have watched this yet oh, wow new and not g-rated wow i i know i know i know Tr- trust me next week back to pokemon handles but uh <laughs> this time around <laughs> it's how i met your father it is uh, in the same vein as How I Met Your Mother, of course, um, where it's the story of how um, Hillary Duff's character, spoilers, Hillary Duff is in it. Hillary Duff is the and main the character. the lead, apparently. Yeah. Is the main character, yes. Uh, met uh, this, this, the, the, her son's father, I suppose, because uh, that's who she is talking to. But anywho. The baby daddy, right. The, the baby daddy, yeah, that's what they <laughs> refer to him as. Um, so I, it's, it's a show that, 
I was hesitant about, you know, given how much I love How I Met Your Mother, how, like, it's a classic, just all around, like, great show, except for the ending, but, you know. And um, so, and, and you know, it's one of those shows where two minutes into the pilot, I was like, hmm, I don't know if I'm going to like this show. But uh, it ended up growing on me the rest of the first episode. And uh, then the second episode, uh, you know, continued to grow. Uh, there's some fun tie back, tie-ins with How I Met Your uh, Mother and things like that. Um, so it, it's it's good. It's good. Um, I think my I, one of my only critiques is, like, I think they try far too hard to... Uh, like get jokes to work, you know, like new age, new age comedy kind of thing. But you know, they it, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I'll say you should you should check it out if you like how I met your father, how I met your mother. You should check out how I met your father. Um, I think I think it's good so far. Only two episodes in. I can't wait to I'll I can't wait to watch the next one. But I don't know if it's released or not. I don't know when it releases on Hulu. But they're doing it one one a week. So I can't wait to watch the next episode unless I'm already waiting, <laughs> in which case I can't wait. <laughs> in which case I can't wait. Well, I have to wait for Dana to get back from Florida. Right. <laughs> um, Is it like the same thing where there's an, like Ted had an inner monologue and stuff? Is it like kind of the same style? It, a lot of it is the same style. And there's actually like, you know, the, the engaged couple best friend and like, but, but it, there's, there's best friends and you know, there's, I don't know. It's there's it, a group of group of people and all that stuff. So, um, so it's it it's it's a slightly different, but they set in New York. Same New York. Yes. Yes. It sounds okay. like there's characters in this show. Is what Chris is trying to say. There are there are characters. There are characters, and they know each other. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they're friends. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good so far. Um, and uh, yeah, there you go. Check out How I Met Your Father. It's Hulu. uh, yeah, it's on Hulu. I didn't even know this came out. Yeah, see, you go, you come to Beer Dad for all the uh, cutting edge uh, entertainment. That's true. That's why we come to you. <laughs> that's that's what they say. Did you watch <laughs> How I Met Your Mother, Kiwi? I did. I didn't finish it. I, I, I it, yeah. You don't need to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. Good show. I loved it to, in the I beginning. Mean, for the entire show, whose premise to be and the name of the show, like. You actually don't need to meet the mother. It's fine. You could you could finish before that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it was good, and up until I decided to stop watching it, <laughs> and I never finished it. I wish I did that for Game of Thrones. Same. Fair. All right, I'm gonna take this frosty mug. Um, I have a Netflix show for you. This is uh, just came out a couple weeks ago, and I actually got an email about it on this like email group thread I'm on. And they said, have you, have you seen the show? It's, uh, it's kind of a cult, paranormal, mysterious show. It's called Archive 81, I think. Let me double check on the, the title because I just finished. I just binged it. Want to get this right? Yeah, Archive 81. Yeah, it's called Archive 81. And uh, eight episodes, I think, on Netflix, 60-minute episodes. And I don't want to say too much about it other than... Uh, it follows, like I said, kind of a paranormal mystery, and it involves characters both from now and from 25, 28 years ago, um, kind of interacting with the world and how they interact with, you know, that you're kind of going back and forth between the timelines and learning stuff that interacts, that reveals more things than the other half of the story. And uh, 
it's also set in New York in an old apartment building with some interesting characters. And as you get more and more into the show, you learn there's there's more to these characters than you thought there was. And it's a, it's a good, fun mystery. It has a lot of, a lot of it is kind of like found footage-y where one of the characters, actually the character, I can say this without revealing too much. The character in the present is, is restoring footage from the past. So it's like, uh, kind of that Blair Witch vibe to it, where it's like shaky uh, hand camera, but uh, not enough to make you sick or anything. Mm. And um, it's a good show. Like I said, it's eight episodes. Uh, I was hooked every single one. Episode seven was kind of slow, not going to lie. It was like, oh, let's flash back to something unrelated with other people. But the other seven episodes were bangers. I'll say that. So Archive 81, highly recommend it without giving out away almost any details <laughs> sounds interesting i love paranormal yeah. stuff like this yeah um I, I bet dana would like it she likes that kind of you know that those kind of things for me if there's I not play, like cartoons then right yeah, yeah. <laughs> i play a uh tabletop role-playing game called delta green where which investigates paranormal mysteries in the modern world and that's actually the the, uh, the I'm on a Delta Green email chain, and that's what people were like. Have you seen the show? It's basically like a Delta Green ripoff, which it is, and it's very good though. So that's why I'm into it, and uh, that's why I think you should watch it. I might check that out. That actually sounds like right up my alley. All right, and so with that, um, let's thank the breweries with the beers that they have. I don't know. I don't say this part. <laughs> oh, is that is that me? Uh, no, uh, that's that's I guess Patreon, be, but. Uh, Spotify. Well, just tell us your beer first. iTunes. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'd like to. Th- <laughs> I'd like to thank Bell's Brewery for the low sun, low calorie wheat ale. I would like to thank Holy City Brewing for the sour, sparkly princess. And I want to thank Wormtown Brewery for their Blizzard of '78. Make sure you go and follow us on all social medias. That's at DAWF Podcast. Primarily Instagram. Let's be real. That's where we're at. Uh, yeah. you know, check out our Patreon, patreon.com uh, slash DAWF podcast. And you can subscribe for as little as a dollar a month and you get some content there. Uh, <laughs> some er- er- erratically scheduled content. Uh, um, but uh, patrons, we do love you. Thank you so much for, for all the support. Uh, make sure you hashtag follow the email at dawfpodcast at gmail.com. Be, and, uh, you know, send us all your thoughts. Uh, do you have any uh, cans that you want to sell to big breweries? We might have someone in the market for them. Who knows? Um, you know, that kind of stuff. Honestly, I think they'll, I think they'll take used cans. So I'm going to start spreading <laughs> that around. I'll, sp- I'll yeah. spread that. Oh, there's another spread brewery that printed that on that? Around. No worries. Yeah. Yeah. Log um, on to Discord. Join us over there at our uh, DAWF. What is our What's our server called? How do you find us? Click the link in the show notes. That's how you find us. There you go. Us. That's how. That's and, how. Um, that's how it happens. And tell us your favorite low calorie beer. I want to know if it's Guinness or why you think it's better than Guinness. <laughs> yeah. Also, please let us know if you've seen that Eminem commercial and tell me I'm not crazy. Yes. There's gonna be is, discussion of that on the Discord. I guarantee it. That's a necessity. Yes. Um, yeah. Kiwi, why don't you put yourself over? Uh, uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, TikTok. You can find me on Twitch, which is my main platform of content creation at uh, www.twitch.tv, twitch.tv slash Kiwi Um, You can find me on Kiwi Kidota on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, I haven't untapped. I'm horrible at it. 
um yeah yeah just all it's all kiwi kadota or i it's i know it's not new tud but that's the um other name i go by kiwi kadota currently going through a transition to new tud but you know yeah, there's some we're li- there. there's some lingering things out there she's actually in fierce litigation with the name over over the name with old tud so. <laughs> yeah we're, we're, it's kind of a there's a reason why we're, we're never on the podcast at the same time right. due to it's uh, in her it's in her contract yeah <laughs> Oh, man. And uh, so with that, thank you all for listening. My name's Obert. My name's Chris. I am New Todd, a.k.a. Kiwi Kadota. And if you're drinking alone with friends, do it with strangers that you met on the internet and then became friends with and then told them about your crazy cannibalistic Eminem dreams. <laughs> that's, that's the classic sign. <laughs> Every week. Know that uh, rule rule thirty seven on the internet says that every meatloaf song has been featured in a different commercial. You just have to find it. Uh, uh, I knew there was other rules out there. I want to know what the other first one to thirty three rules were. Yes. Before rule thirty four, we only know two of them. <laughs> thirty four and thirty seven. <laughs> Fill in the blanks. Fill in the blanks. You create your own rules here, but don't take yeah. thirty four and thirty seven. Those are set in stone. Those are taken. <laughs> now, rule number one is on the internet, no one knows you're a dog. That is true. That is true. I mean, well, we know that we're not dogs unless someone's like three dogs in a human That's suit true. that learn English. Chris, I, I think I, uh, I think I heard, I think I read somewhere that uh, there's nowhere in the rule books that dogs can't use the internet. So.